Johnny, do the intro. Right. Uh, mm. When you think you've had it all and you feel it's nothing new, there might be something up there that we can share with you. John O'Mackey and JD are here for you at last. It's the did you ever come across? The Papa Chop Podcast! Welcome to the first ever outside broadcast for the Did You Ever Come Across podcast. Medieval torture. <laughs> device. 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 Yeah. Yes. Well, that was a form of medieval medieval torture. Yes. So yeah, and then they supported Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yes. Iron Maiden. I heard of them, no? Like oh. Tomscrew. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they supported them on their UK tour in 1987. Sure, myself and your brother Tom. Right, in the audience, like, and, uh, <laughs> there, there's us, like, yeah. two big Iron Maiden fans. Have you heard of Iron Maiden? Who? Who? Iron, Ma- Iron Maiden. Iron, Iron Maiden. Isn't that, like, some kind of medieval torture device for thumbscrews yeah, yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. i never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, my last bit of news in uh, Iron Maiden. Have you heard of Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. Yeah. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Johnny? Like our... Like our band uh, Tom Screws, yeah, I heard of them. Yeah, Tom same screws, kind yeah. of and waterboarding, same. yeah. <laughs> same kind of genre, is it? So just before you go on there, Mark, about the Iron Maiden, because yeah, forget, you know, um, you know, the way over the years I've always been accused of kind of being involved in Satanism by the Ooh. religious, the religious sector, oh, yeah. you know. This Iron understand. Maiden, even though I've never heard of him, I I have a fact about him, you know. Well. Um, yeah, but I've always been accused of Satanism over the years. Um, there's a Brazilian priest, uh, Marcus Matolo, is his name. Him. He's described as their number one fan. And she's off the top of my head, he has something like 162 Iron Maiden tattoos. That's correct. And he's got a son called Stevie Harris. <laughs> yeah, and he, he often references... Um, oh, no, 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 hang on one second. He's, he's a priest. Sermons. He's a priest in Brasilia. Yeah. And he's got a son. He's got a oh, son. Sure. Or should I don't add? Did. Sorry. So I go back to the 80s. You know, I, I, I laid it that out after. Yeah, in order done. Um, yeah, he's got a son <laughs> called Stevie Harris, and he references their lyrics in his sermons every weekend. Fuck, could I go to that church? Yeah, that'd be class, wouldn't it? Yeah. He's actually, I've seen him. He's on, he's on one of their uh, films now, the Flight 666 is called. All right. They follow him. What's his name? Bruce Dixon, the singer. He's driving the flying the airplane around the world. Oh, yeah. With the band and gear and all that. And <clears throat> they meet up with him. Yeah. He's covered in Iron Maiden tattoos as well. Yeah, just off the top of my head, it's 162, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah, very good. That's very interesting. Thanks, Jan. No bother. Sorry, just before you move on there, Mark. Yes. Just, just off the top of my head, that uh, Claude Nobbs. 
Yes. Didn't he play harmonica on Wet Lacino? I just off the top of my head again. It was it in 1983 Chris Ree album, Water Sign? I was unaware of that, but thanks for that information. Just off the top of your head, like. Just off the top of my head, like, yeah, I could be wrong, but yeah. No, sorry, drive on there, kid. It's nonsense, mm. <laughs> yeah, How do you store it, like? It's just in Denmark, it's there. Just before you go to Denmark, just about way yeah. age. Yes. Um, do you remember, you might know back in 1998, they brought out um, an EP, Airbag, How Am I Driving EP? I have it. You have it, yeah. Um, and are you aware that there was a, a mysterious number appeared on the cover, and it just off the top of my head, <laughs> uh, the number was, let's see, 1426148550, just, just off the top of my head. No, I could be wrong. How do you store these things, John? It's, it's just in there, Mark, but it turned out to be a pager number. They had a recording of Tom York saying hello on it, and fans could, anyone who was clever enough to try it, could ring up Perhaps and left messages. Uh, you might want to explain that. Pager was a little device that you got a little message on, and that's as much as I know. Did you have to ring another number to get your message from that? I think I'm not sure. This is like pre-mobile phone times. Pre-mobile phones, pre everything really. That was the technology back then to contact people. So just off the top of my head, it was one four two six one four eight five five zero. The number was, and <laughs> the fans figured it out, and, and they rang up, and they could leave a message for the band, yeah. It's just a fountain of knowledge, you know. Yeah, I just off the top of my head now. We're actually, probably wasted on this podcast. I, well, I was thinking that too. I was thinking of going solo, but we'll see how this goes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, carry on there. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, and just following up on last week's Radiohead, and uh, I had an old blast off. Just, just before you go there, Mark, on Blastabry. Yes. So I know for interrupting again, but um, oh, about that. Just thinking about it, yeah, when you were talking about it. Just, uh, you know, that it wasn't. The festival we have now isn't the original Glastonbury Festival. Go oh, yeah. yeah. I think just off the top of my head, I think it was between 1914 and 1925, I think just off the top of my head, <laughs> a guy called, I'm sure now I've got this wrong and I definitely haven't got it written down in front of me, but um, a guy called Rutland Broughton. Never heard of him. No, he organised a series of cultural events around the Glastonbury area and that, that was actually called the Glastonbury Festival. Just How do you know these things, like? Just off the top of my head, I'm sure it's between 1914 and 1925. It just stays in there, like, is it? It just stays there, Mark. It's, it's in there, you know? You're a regular genius, John. Uh, well, yeah, I yeah, am, yeah. yeah. No, sorry <laughs> for interrupting. Carry on there. Sorry, Mark. Just, just while you're talking about vinyl there, you know? Yes. Do you know that the most expensive LP ever sold was by the Wu-Tang Clan? The Wu-Tang Clan. That's one of the Raffles, is it? Yeah, Raffy boys, yeah. Just off, I think off the top of my head, I could be wrong. It's, I think I sold for it was two million dollars. Fuck off. One record. On, they only made one copy. <laughs> that's a, that sold well, isn't it? Two million. No, no, they only made one copy. That's ever. what I mean, like one, one it copy. It sold for two million, yeah. Jesus Christ. There was only one stipulation, right? That the new owner uh, couldn't sell it for 88 years. Uh-huh. And the band were allowed one attempt at a robbery or a caper. Jesus Christ. But it could only involve current members of the band and or the actor, Bill Murray. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just my off favorite. the top of my head, like, yeah. Where do you store all that? Like? Uh, it's just in there, Mark, yeah. I remember that now with Bill Murray, didn't I? I love Bill Murray. Yeah. I know, you, I know you'd be interested in that part, did you? Thanks for that, John. Very informative. No problem, yeah. It was, yeah, Mark. It was actually, um, just off the top of my head, it was number one for 61 days. Fucking hell, how do you know these things? Like? 
And you know probably knocked, know the dates now, I suppose. Do you know who knocked off, do you know <laughs> do you know who knocked off the top of the, tar- the charts? Uh, I do actually. Go on. Is it George Michael? Yeah. Um, which uh, which band did did that song knock off the top of the charts? <laughs> After that, is it? Is it no, no, before that. Before that was Wham. Oh, yeah. Wham, yeah, Wham. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. carry on. Shine, no? Just come back to Bleach. Go on. Go on, just come back to Bleach. You were talking yeah. about You know um, Jason Everman? I do. Love he, was Jason a, Everman. he was the second guitarist or something. Was he a tour guitarist? He was in Soundgarden, wasn't he? Was he? He, he was a bass player in Soundgarden at, at one stage, but he... Um, he, he was friendly with the Nirvana boys back then, and he actually paid for the recording studio for the Bleach album. Well, I'm sure off the top of my head, it was... In 89. In 89, off the top of my head, I think it was was a $606.17. Just off the top of my head was was the cost of the recording studio. And he, he paid for it because he was the only one with a job at the time. Yikes. I think we should just change this podcast just to off the top of my head or something. No, yeah, and the, so interesting. Like, such... And the funny thing is that he he didn't actually play on the album, but the, the lads gave him a, an album credit because, his name, because he paid for the studio and he appeared on the coverage. Otherwise, it was it was kind of like a negative. That's right, yeah, black and white. Yeah, yeah. This this uh, Jason Neverman was actually on on the the front cover of the album as well, even though he didn't play on it. But no, off the top of my head, I think it was six hundred six dollars seventeen cents he paid for the studio. That's very mad, isn't it? Very precise. Yeah. Thanks for that, John. No problem at all, yeah. Jeez. You know, this off the top of my head, where they got their name, there's a couple of different theories, you know. The prodigy? One, yeah, the prodigy, prodigy. The prodigy yeah. <laughs> one theory is that um, when Liam Howlett made uh, one of his earliest music tapes, remember tapes? I do. Cassettes. Cassettes, tape cassettes, that he, he gave a copy of it to Keith, God rest him. And he wrote the name of the synthesizer on the the, the tape cover, you know, and the synthesizer used was Moog Prodigy, it was called. Oh, Moog, yeah. Mm, just off the top of my head, I'm just sure that's what it was called. And so Keith taught, God rest him, taught that was um, the name of the act. Oh, yeah, very that right. name stuck in, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. I never knew that, no? Yeah, there you are. Thanks very much. No problem at all. blown. <laughs> Buddy. All right. This is working really well. You're breaking up already. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. There's a bit of a delay as well, is there? No. <laughs> no. Am I breaking up? Yeah, you're better, right, yeah? One second, Arnold. <clears throat> Can you hear me? You're very echoey. Are you on the phone or tablet, or what are you? I'm on the phone at the moment. Is it up, is it up to your ear or are you holding it out? Holding it out. Uh, you're very... That's probably my internet. So, one second there now.
you hear me now? Yeah, it's still kind of the same, I think. Can you hear me now? Hi, kid. Yeah, that's a lot better now, right? I was on the wrong. Um, I have uh, an extension, Wi-Fi extension, you know? My oh, bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I came downstairs, but I was still hooked up to that, so I'm hooked up to the house. Man. I should have backed up there wrong, isn't it? Maybe this might be the best way to go, it says. That fuck's it. Fuck's it, Matt. There's obstacles, like. You sound perfect. Oh, yeah, you better know. What you do there? I do forgot. Yeah, that's way better now. That's perfect. Maybe just need to settle in, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you want to do? What you want to do? Do you want to try that? See what it sounds like? You can edit stuff in and all that. You know, put it. Uh, yeah, the rap is brilliant, yeah. You can edit it's very good on on the app. You can cut out all the shit when we start talking properly eventually, like you know. Well, well that'll be the, the quality part of it, all the shit talk. Huh? Yeah, it probably will be. No, like <laughs> at the same please podcast. Hello, can you can you hear me? Mark, are you hello, J J D. It'll be the start of every episode, like <laughs> we'll be back stronger. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started strong never mind coming back strong <laughs> yeah, so it'd be good if the boys join up though and see what it sounds like with all of us on together you know? yeah Um, I, I don't know about this can, I, can you hear yourself no no do you know because you know, the speaker is coming out do you know what I mean oh fuck yeah with all that uh, yeah um, I tried them headphones there no again what you know is when we're done here, I'll go back and listen to this recording and see what it sounds like. They're just, um, you know, earphones, like phone earphones. Yeah, yeah. Just them there, yeah, what? What does that, that sound like? Huh? What's that sound like? So it's just, just a little bit, kind of teeny, kind of... Um... That's that's with those earphones. They're, they're cheap, you old fucking things, isn't it? Oh, I know that, yeah, yeah. I know I tell you I was to go off pay five, six hundred quid each and get a microphone. Didn't oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a, a video camera. A video camera. Five grand. And a film crew and sound man. <laughs> and, uh, Light. I can't see any problem with it, to be honest with And makeup, huh? <laughs> makeup and all, like, fuck's sake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you sound great, anyway. Huh? You sound grand, anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I always sound good, Matt, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what the, what the quality is like when the other two boys join us on stage. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be queer there, no? Just come over for the queer thing. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit. Go on and um, play this back after there and see what it sounds like. Right, so is this mine or yours? I don't know, actually. I think you set this one up, is it? Or did I? I don't know. We'll see there, I no. just went, in, went into your link there. Yeah, go on, we'll stop there so I see what happens. We can stop and see what the story is. Go on. All right, bye. Later. Hey, the money's got to come rolling in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. 
Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.